We have Brian Field from Meridian Hearing, who, along with the latest technology that has advanced in leaps and bounds, is here to help. Never before has such precision in hearing devices been delivered. Meridian Hearing offers the hearing aids and the hearing loss solutions in London and area, and they've helped many, tens of thousands, just like you, to hear clearly again. We're very pleased to welcome Brian Field. Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Perhaps until you experience hearing loss, most of us never really think of hearing as being truly a gift. Yeah, it's it's something we really take for granted because we don't think about it. Um, it's a, it's a, a really cool thing about the way our brain is organized and that listening to language, listening to speech, we don't have to think about it. Uh, people talk, we hear, we understand, and we respond, and it's never thought about. But people are not responding soon enough, and that's where we really want to go with our show today. Identifying hearing loss early is so critically important, and starting the hearing aid use sooner. Absolutely. Um, almost like anything... Doing something earlier rather than later is better. Taking a little step is always better than a big step. And because hearing loss, for the most part, is a slow, insidious process, we sort of forget the way we used to hear. We forget that we used to hear the leaves rustling or the birds chirping because it happens so gradually. And uh, keeping our hearing uh, working the best that technology will allow has some very significant uh, health and, uh, and cognitive outcomes for us. So let's start right at the beginning. What is hearing loss? Well, hearing loss is uh, inside our ear, uh, the, for most of us. Uh, we, break, we break hearing loss up into two sections. Conductive losses, where it's a blockage of the sound getting through. And that might be as simple as wax in the ear canal. And of course, that's one of the first things we're going to check for. Uh, but for most people, uh, the damage or the wearing out is to the cochlea. That's the organ inside our head that converts sound waves into electrical stimulation that goes off to the nerve. That's the part that wears out. And that can be due to noise exposure over the years and the aging process. Those are the two biggest factors with aging being the biggest one. It just wears out. Mm. And many, many, too many aren't realizing that they're getting a degradation in hearing. Yeah, exactly. And it's because it happens slowly and because our brain is capable of of helping us out. Uh, you know, we may not be hearing as well as we used to, but uh, if we watch people's faces, we can get visual cues that help to fill in the parts that we're missing. And so our brain becomes, starts to be being used. But un- the unfortunate part of that is we start then having to think about listening. Instead of it being automatic, it takes thought and it takes energy. And that's one of the important things that we'll get to when we talk about why it leads to uh, changes actually in our brain function. And the changes are quite significant. Quite significant, absolutely. They've got some very serious consequences down the road. And what's important too to mention on our show today is that it's backed with research. It absolutely is. And there's been significant research in the last two years showing a very strong relationship between untreated hearing loss and the health outcomes that, that we're going to be talking about. Also, a little later in the show, I'll share my experience, and I'll have you explain to the listeners what was done when I came to a Meridian Hearing. But I'm in that ever-growing boomer section, and uh, the oldest is 71, mm-hmm. and it's a growing population of people who really shouldn't have hearing problems, but do. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's Um, In terms of noise exposure, uh, we're getting much better at protecting ourselves from workplace noise. So we don't see uh, nearly as many people working without hearing protection in a noisy factory environment that we did in the past. But we're replacing a lot of our uh, industrial or workplace noise with recreational noise. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you know, ATVs and snowmobiles and uh, listening to music all day long with iPods. And, and so we're, 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 it's a noisier world. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about my experience. We also welcome your calls. Brian Field will take your call from Meridian Hearing, and the number is 519-643-2222. He can't make a diagnosis on the radio, but he certainly can steer you in the right direction. And, of course, we welcome you dropping by any one of the Meridian Hearing locations, and we'll have the list for you because not only are they in London, but they're in our broad backyard that AM980 is welcoming to entertain. So let's talk a little bit about how it connects, because you've got a beautiful sheet here, a one-pager, on the consequences of untreated hearing loss. And you touched on a little bit on, on dementia or those who are getting older. It's, it's now proven, and research backs, that untreated hearing can lead to dementia. Yeah, and it, it's um, certainly, I don't think you could say hearing loss causes dementia, but it certainly um, speeds up the processes. And uh, there's very good evidence to show that uh, comparing people with um, hearing loss who are treated with hearing aids and people who don't have hearing aids equal on all other factors, dementia moves along at a much faster rate in the people that aren't um, aren't you know, treating the hearing loss, and the the the, um, the sort of the theory or the focus behind that is coming out from a, a physician in the states called Dr. Lin, and um, his the process is something like this. This is what they believe is happening: uh, that when we have hearing loss, um, it creates something called cognitive load. And that's a big term, and but what it means is just what I was saying before: we have to think about understanding speech. Instead of it being an automatic function, it now requires us actually thinking about it. We're watching people's lips. We're looking for contextual cues. What did we just finish talking about? Uh, What are we likely to talk about next so that we can predict and make good guesses about what likely was said? Mm -hmm. And that thought process, that making it bring into the cognitive thinking process, uses up cognitive resources that would otherwise be used for other functions like memory and all sorts of other things. I, I saw a really cool poster, actually, my wife pointed it out to me. It said, I have too many tabs open. <laughs> um, and the idea is if our brain is overloaded with functions, we start failing. We've all been encouraged to multitask, multitask, multitask. multitask yeah. But, yeah, but it, it, takes, it takes resources. Um, and the, the, their thinking is, uh, from Dr. Lin's research, is that that increased cognitive load changes, it makes changes in basic brain, brain structure. It actually changes the way our brain works. Um, and the other thing that happens is uh, reduced social engagement. We, because we start uh, not hearing well, we may decide, well, I'm, I'm not going to take part in that book club anymore because I really can't hear what people are saying. It's too much work. It's too much effort. So I'll just withdraw. I'll withdraw. And that withdrawal, that social isolation also leads to changes in our brain stimulation. And um, that leads to impaired cognitive function. So we start not working the way that we used to. Um, poor physical uh, function, um, poor quality of health, or quality of life issues, things where we become, may become paranoid. We're afraid to answer the phone because we don't know whether it's going to be a scammer on the phone and we can't really hear what they're saying. Um, it can lead to uh, depression, uh, anxiety, because we're, you know, we're not engaged anymore. We live alone at home and we don't talk to anybody. Then That's our, a sad thing. Then I guess the domino effect is maybe our eating habits start to change and therefore our immune system then is compromised and we may end up in the hospital. Yeah, it leads to a whole host of, of poor poorer outcomes. So people with uh, that are dealing with their hearing loss and staying engaged and staying involved have much better outcomes, uh, mm-hmm. both from health standpoints, uh, from uh, economic standpoints, from mental 
uh, function standpoints. So talk to those who haven't been to Meridian Hearing in some time who need to go just to get checked. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Um, our our big message that we're trying to put out there is once you hit 50 or 55, somewhere in that age range, come and see us. Um, there's no charge. We'll assess your hearing. We'll find out what's going on. If your hearing is normal, A1. That's Have a great. good day. Have a good day. We'll see you back in five years. Uh, if we see some signs of hearing loss, it may just be small at this point, not to the point where we would do something yet, but at least we're, it's going to be on the radar and we're going to plan to see you back on a yearly basis because at one point I'm going to say, now we're at the point where we can make a significant difference for you and your hearing. And the research is showing that fitting even very mild hearing losses has these positive uh, health outcomes. Mm. And seniors are perhaps, to your points earlier about the onset of dementia and depression and maybe family isn't seeing them often enough, they tend to be the ones that are doing or having the withdrawal and maybe less likely to want to come to Meridian Hearing later in their life. Exactly. That's what we see is, you know, maybe they get to be uh, 85 years old and they're living at home alone. And, and, you know, I often see people in that situation and uh, we'll talk to them about doing something about their hearing loss. And they'll say things like, well, I have nobody to talk to. Why do I need to, I don't need to hear, there's nothing more for me to hear because I've got no one to talk to. Um, that's sad in itself, but it's it's come on to them almost self-imposed. Because of the hearing loss, they've, They've fallen out of doing other activities. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to prevent. That's what we want to re-engage them. And it's great if we have family members there along with uh, our more elderly patients who can encourage them and say, yeah, mom, uh, we really notice that you come to family gatherings and you sit back in the corner and don't really uh, get involved. We want you to be involved. Talking to Brian Field, Doctor of Audiology, owner and director of Meridian Hearing. You'll find them online at meridianhearing.com. They have locations in Byron. They're also in Wortley Village, Beaverbrook, and also in the cities of Sarnia, Strathroy, and they're also in Lucan and now in uh, Stratford. Perhaps one of the reasons why more don't see Meridian Hearing, and hopefully after these shows, one coming in October and November as well, is that they don't know what to expect when they visit you. Yeah, and that's and that's fair, and let's talk about that. You had that experience back a while mm-hmm. ago. Um, it's easy. There's nothing difficult about a hearing examination. Um, I'll talk to you first and find out what you've been noticing. Take some uh, history about, you know, workplace noise exposure and childhood diseases and things like that. If it's simple and easy to do. Um, the testing room where we do the assessment is large. It's not a small little telephone booth that you're sitting in. Uh, it's big enough that we can put wheelchairs in there. It's big enough for a spouse or a family member to accompany you in the room. Uh, so you don't feel like you're in this tiny little box. Um, the instructions are simple and easy. Um, and the what you have to do is simple and easy as well. And it doesn't take long. Uh, it takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. We'll take a look in your ears. As I was saying before, if we find wax in there, then we'll look after that. And it was taken care of. Yeah, so it's looked after, and then, we, and then we'll assess the hearing. Not going to do that before we take the wax out in case that was the issue. Uh, once the, we have the results, I'll explain it in simple, easy terms that people can understand. And let me add to that. Absolutely, you do that. I uh, was very impressed by the time that you took with my experience there and uh, the easy-to-understand terminology and you have any questions and uh, that... Uh, service that you provide that I know you take pride in has, uh, I think, kept the business alive and vibrant and growing. Yeah, I think I, that's one thing I f- have spent a long time at. In fact, it's interesting. I learned that ability to look at who I'm talking to and, and, and adjust the level of explanation based on uh, on them. 
Um, and if I've got an engineer in my office, I'll use more technical terminology. If I don't have an engineer in my office, I'm going to use uh, language that people can, can understand. But, but I learned that from my dad. Uh, my dad was a, a general merchant in Arcona, a small little village. Mm-hmm. He had the, the general store in town. And I can remember watching him modify how he spoke depending upon who he was speaking to so that people understood what was being said. And it's, it's a lesson I, I'll always learn. We'll pick up on that and more in the next uh, segment of our show here on AM 980's Experts, talk about my experience, and we'll talk more about how you know if you have hearing loss and the options, and they are multi, uh, in terms of, of uh, hearing assessment and hearing aids that are available to you now. You can call right now to book your free hearing assessment. I'll give you the toll-free number to Meridian Hearing. It's 1-800-649-0766. With Meridian Hearing and Brian Field, Doctor of Audiology and owner and director of Meridian Hearing, you'll find them online at meridianhearing.com. And that website is rich with information that you need to know because... You may not think about it every day as you go about your business, but we hear with our brain, not just our ears. When our ears stop working, our brain starts to struggle to process auditory information, and hearing aids can help prevent further damage by keeping our brains active through the restoration of more normal hearing. So we want to get to that more normal hearing, and we want to introduce you to the wonderful options that are available vis-a-vis hearing aids through a Meridian hearing. And Brian Field is uh, is here. You talked about some of the consequences of untreated hearing loss and lifespan. Studies show older adults with untreated impaired hearing have a shorter lifespan, says research. That's what the research shows us. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about before. Uh, um, depression is, is not a good thing. It, it leads to poor health outcomes. People perhaps don't take their medications the way that they should, or they they sort of give up on life and uh, not being engaged, not having purpose and function. You know, if you're involved in a book club every month and you want to read and you want to go there and and be engaged and contribute, that's great. That keeps you vibrant and healthy. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing those things anymore, if you're sitting quietly alone... Uh, it's 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 not good for us. From my experience then, I filled out the one-pager and some questions that were important to you that you took a look at even before seeing me. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we went into that, what I call a non-clinical atmosphere that is uh, meridian hearing. And then we went about putting little tones in my ear. What was happening then? What we're doing there is trying to measure your hearing thresholds, the quietest sounds that you can hear, and we measure that across the, the, the spectrum of pitch. So, you know, if you think of a piano, there's the low bass notes and the high trebly notes. We want to check how well you can hear across that spectrum. So there were a series of tones of different pitches, and I present them and change the intensity until you say you can't hear them any longer, and we're plotting that, that graph. That helps, that lets me know how much hearing loss you have compared to where good hearing and normal hearing should be. Uh, so that was the first thing that we did. And then following that, um, I said words to you um, and had you repeat them back to right. me. And what we're look- and that was presented at a, a level that sounded comfortable to you. Um, and what we're looking for there is the clarity uh, of speech. So under ideal conditions, when there's no background noise, my voice was loud enough, are you able to clearly uh, repeat those words back to me? Um, and that's where we often see significant changes when we start losing our hearing is the clarity can fall as well. I wasn't surprised to get the information, like the findings right away. It's yes. an immediate response. Yeah, that's right. It's not like we have to say, come back next week to get the results. Uh, it's not like having a, an x-ray or an ultrasound where test is done, you know, come back later and, and get the results. The results are presented right at that time. And in fact, even before I tell you 
what my results said, uh, I will tell people, here's what I would expect. Um, and, you know, based on, on the results that I measured today, I would expect that if people are speaking face-to-face with you in a quiet setting, you'll hear every word. And yet, if people speak as they're walking away from you or going out the doorway, uh, you may hear them but not be sure what they've said. And people often say, yeah, that's true. And part of the factor in your questioning would be one's age. Yes. And other factors like their work environment. Work environment, family history. Uh, those are the two biggest um, things that predict hearing is, is family history and, uh, and, and noise, workplace noise. Mm. Uh, and, of course, aging, as we talked about before. So those are actually the kinds of things I ask. Uh, the other th- one that I focus on, I always ask on, on the questionnaire, and you would have seen it there, was do you have tinnitus? Now, I think I describe it as ringing or buzzing or humming the sounds in your ears because not everybody is aware of what the word tinnitus means. But all it means is do you have a noise inside your head that's not coming from outside? Mm. Uh, because about 90% of people with tinnitus actually have underlying hearing loss. Hmm. More on that, and we'll get into the hearing aids. Wait till you hear about the technology in the second half of the show. You can call right now, and we encourage you to take that first step, because identifying hearing loss early and starting hearing aid use now is significant. And the place to begin is at Meridian Hearing Centre in London. Brian Field is the uh, owner and uh, director of Meridian Hearing. You can find them online at meridianhearing.com, and you can call now to book your free hearing assessment, and we'll give you the number in just a moment. By the way, Meridian Hearing is in Byron. You'll also find them at Mortley Village, also London North and Beaverbrook, and they're also in Sarnia, Strathroy, Lucan, and now your most recent location in Stratford. Absolutely, yes. We're happy to be in, in Stratford now. And congratulations on that. One thing that came to mind in terms of driver's license renewal can be impacted. Yeah, it could be. Um, and depending on for the when you go for the test or your discussion with the, um, the uh, assessors, yeah. uh, if you are not hearing well and don't answer a question properly or, you know, it, it could lead to some miscommunications. Now, in terms of hearing... Uh, you don't need to be able to hear to drive a car. It's something that I think is a bit odd because hearing is our primary alerting sense. So being aware of an ambulance coming up from behind us or from a side street where you, you can't see the lights yet, but you can hear the sound. Uh, it's really important, uh, but you know, technically you can drive without being able to hear, but much better to be able to hear those things for sure. So you've identified the degree of hearing loss through a very extensive plan that you uh, have at each and every one of your Meridian hearing locations, and you have the solutions. How do you treat the hearing loss on a very individual basis? Well, the first thing is to explain the results and and what that means for them uh, in, a pra- in a practical sense, what, what they're missing and what we can do about it. We're never going to give people back the hearing they had when they were a teenager. We can't uh, turn back the the hands of time. However, we want to allow people to hear the best that technology will allow uh, with with what we have available today. And what we have available today is so much better than what we had even five years ago. Although on that point, you do have one wonderful story where someone was studying Spanish. Yes. And that... Beautiful language yeah. required her as a, a, that brain again yeah. to be working, but she had degradation yeah. in hearing. It was it was really a fantastic story. She came to us because she was taking Spanish lessons up at the university, but she was having trouble catching the nuance of the language, the the, the sounds of the of the words, and so we assessed her hearing, and she did have a, quite a mild hearing loss. Um, but she said, "I've got to do something about this." So we fit her with appropriate hearing aids. When she came back, she said. It's an amazing difference. I'm hearing the differences in the sounds now. And 
you know, we often think, well, you know, could it make that much difference? It really did. Because in English, when we're talking our native mother tongue, we can make good guesses about what likely was said and what sounds follow other sounds in a natural way because we're, we're so, the language is so ingrained in us. Learning a new language where she couldn't predict what, should, what that sound should be or what it should sound like, she was missing it and being able to hear it dramatically changed her life and her ability to learn that language. So as you mentioned, you can't bring it back to so-called normal, but you got it pretty good for her. We can make it, yes, for her it made a dramatic difference. And for most people, we can make a dramatic difference. Um, you know, from the mildest hearing losses to the most severe hearing losses, what we use, the type of hearing aid, the style of hearing aid, is all dependent on the type of hearing loss, the nature of and degree of hearing loss, and the person themselves. What kind of, what size of ears do they have? Mm-hmm. Do they have straight ear canals or crooked ear canals? What's, what are their physical capabilities? Do they have Parkinson's disease and, and their hands shake? Um, we have to look at all of those factors when we're trying to decide the appropriate device that they can manipulate and handle and yet will deal with their hearing loss appropriately. Um, all those things have to be looked at. And, and we make painstaking efforts to look at all the factors, not just, here you go. This is what you need. See you later. And you share all of that again in easy-to-understand terminology and can make recommendations on particular models of hearing aids that might get them where they need to be. Yeah, exactly. And not just types and styles, but also what manufacturer. We are not tied to any particular manufacturer. We're not owned by anybody. We pick and choose what we think is the best product. And we pick and choose from different manufacturers. In one type of device, we might like this manufacturer. For another type of device, another manufacturer we think rises above the rest because we always want to give people the best uh, available technology. A good place to, to drop in uh, OHIP and, and coverage and how one can pay for this. Mm-hmm. The, um, our assessment, uh, there's no fee for our assessment, uh, and that will give you the, that's the complete assessment. That's not a screening task. It's not a, okay, yeah, we found something, come back later and pay us more. Uh, the assessment is a complete, full diagnostic assessment, and we will give you the results. Uh, when it comes to purchasing uh, hearing aids, if that's the the appropriate uh, thing to do for you, um, there is a whole range of prices for hearing aids, and we have to tailor that to your budget. The short answer is, though, that the more expensive hearing aids actually work better. Um, but we have to tie that with people's um, budget, and we have to tie it in with their with their listening needs. Um, are you a high-powered executive sitting at a board meeting where missing the S on the end of one word can make a million-dollar difference in a contract? You know, we want to be making sure you're hearing everything really, really well. Or a doctor, listening or to a, a doctor. patient. Exactly. Um, for people whose lifestyle may have changed, they're retired, and we maybe don't need the highest level of technology, uh, but uh, we need to do what's going to give them uh, good hearing for the, the most uh, everyday things that they're, they're existing in. But bottom line is, it's like anything else. Uh, typically, the, the, the more you pay, the better uh, product you get. But there's ever, something for everybody. Brian is encouraging you to have your hearing loss, if indeed there is any loss, identified early. But you won't know until you make that appointment, and that first hearing assessment is absolutely free. There's no charge. You have nothing to lose, and you may have more hearing to gain. I'm going to give you the toll-free number to uh, get that assessment uh, rolling. It's 1-800-649-0766. 
You'll be talking to Meridian Hearing. Good morning, this is Brian Uttall. I had a hearing assessment with Meridian Hearing and uh, was very happy to share my very positive experience. And I encourage you to experience the same. It was fun. Meridian Hearing performs more hearing aid consultations than any other hearing clinic in the London area. And Brian Field is a doctor of audiology and the owner and director of Meridian Hearing with some exciting news about where technology has advanced. Yeah, it's really quite amazing what we're seeing now. Uh, the the level of... Um uh, the, should I say that, the computer that's inside all hearing aids. And just to clear the air on that, all hearing aids are digital now. They, they have, non-digital hearing aids haven't existed for a long time. Uh, so when the sound um, comes in through the microphone, it's digitized. It's called an analog-to-digital conversion. And then the little computer in the hearing aid manipulates that signal to try to reduce noise and enhance speech and uh, de- determine whether it's in, you're in a big, noisy place outside or a quiet, small room. And then it enhances the, the sound and turns it back into a sound in your ear. But all that has to happen really fast. If there was a delay people's lips would be out of sync with what you were hearing. So that processing has to happen within two or three milliseconds. And that's why the more expensive hearing aids do more. They have a faster processor so they can do more digital signal processing processing within that limited time window that we have available to us. That's the difference in cost now. 20 years ago, the the biggest difference in cost was the size of the device. Mm -hmm. Size really has no factor anymore. Cosmetically, they're very small. They're very small, and from you know, depending on what type you need, from the biggest to the smallest, the computer that runs them is the same in all of them, and that's the where the difference lies, and that's where the value lies in the more expensive hearing aids is how well they're able to work for you to help you listen in noisy places, reverberant or echoey rooms. And the other neat thing that's happening with hearing aids is as well as that enhanced technology internal to them, um, most hearing aids now communicate with each other, so the right and left side are Uh, the computers are talking to each other wirelessly, but it allows them to make decisions um, as a a whole, as opposed to two individual hearing aids that are functioning. Uh, The other neat thing is, with many hearing aids, we can actually connect them up to other peripheral devices. Uh, Particularly if you are an an iPhone user, um, a couple of the manufacturers have done... Um, so we have an app. We have an app for hearing aids. There's an app getting. for hearing aids. Right on the on the iPhone. There's a control app, so you can your uh, phone becomes the remote control for your hearing aids. So you can turn the volume up or down. You can make adjustments to the tonal quality and how they're working. So you know someone might think you're uh, checking a text, but you're actually turning their 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 the just level. Don't of do their it voice while up. driving. That's, yeah, just not <laughs> while driving. Absolutely. But this brings up one interesting thing. We talked uh, momentarily about tinnitus. Um, about that 90% of people with tinnitus have underlying hearing loss. One of the really neat things that we can do is we can actually stream information from your phone into your hearing aids. So again, one of the manufacturers has an app for that. Um, So in playing in your hearing aids at the level that you want, you can have the sounds of being out at the ocean, in a forest with birds chirping and brook babbling. You can have music playing. Anything that you want to give you some relief from the tinnitus and yet not disturb the other people around you. Um, so for those that have this wonderful technology, how often should they see you to make sure that it's fully operational? Here's the way we deal with that. Uh, when we fit you with a hearing aid, we'll explain everything that you need to know about how to care for them, work them, do everything you need to know. We f- follow up with a phone call two days later to make sure that something hasn't come up that we didn't cover that day, but you're also booked for a, a, a visit back in two weeks. That's an important visit so that we can do any fine-tuning or adjustments, cover any areas where you might have questions about. If we've made adjustments, we'll see you again in two weeks until we're satisfied that everything is working uh, top-notch for you. 
Following that, we like to see people at least once a year. And the purpose of that is to reassess your hearing because if your hearing has changed, we can now go in and change the way the hearing aids are set. We have that ability. It also gives us a chance to make sure the hearing aids are clean and, and working up to their potential. So once a year at a minimum, but we also tell people, if you have trouble in between, if something isn't right, if something doesn't seem to be the way it should, Call. We'll, hap- we'll see you anytime. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're happy to do that. And that's all included as well. And depending again on the manufacturer that have the apps, not all of them have, but you can also make use of the tracking that uh, is available through their iProduct. And, um, and that's one more resource for you in terms of the fine-tuning. Actually, a- absolutely. Most hearing aids right built inside of them have, um, they, they, they uh, take note <laughs> of how many hours a day you're wearing them, what level you're setting the volume control at. We can track all of those things. And if we see something amiss, we can discuss it with you. You may not be aware of government grants that are available as well, and we'll talk about that next. You can call now to book your free hearing assessment. Yes, I did say free, free hearing assessment, 1-800-649-0766 to Meridian Hearing Center. 1152, Brian Uttall on the experts for Meridian Hearing Center with uh, Brian Field. And we really can't emphasize enough, and it could very much be life-altering. You may rediscover your world again by identifying your hearing loss, if there is indeed any, early. So why not start now? And taking a look at the hearing aids that are available now and the exciting technology that has so advanced, but yet... You never digress from it being tailored or customized. Absolutely. Um, that's everybody's hearing loss is different. Everybody's physical uh, attributes of their ears are different. And so customization is absolutely imperative to having a good outcome. What government grants are available, Brian? Here in Ontario, uh, the government uh, provides a grant. It's called the Assistive Devices Program. And they don't deal with just hearing aids. They help with wheelchairs and other assistive uh, devices for your home. But with hearing aids... Uh, they provide a grant of $500 per ear, so $1,000 for a pair, and that's available uh, every five years. Uh, that program has been around since the mid-'80s. Uh, the last time they tweaked it was in 1999, mm-hmm. um, but it still exists, and uh, everybody in Ontario gets that grant. It has nothing to do with how much income you have. It is a fixed grant for everybody. As long as you have a, a health card and live in Ontario, uh, that grant is available to you. And let, go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say, in terms of that, those in terms of government grants, but the other thing we always look at uh, with people is, is there some other source of funding? Were you a veteran? Because veteran affairs will cover hearing aids. Uh, did you work in a noisy workplace? Then we make recommend uh, putting in an application to WSIB, and we'll help you with that. We'll give you the form. We'll show you how to fill it out and help you with any questions that you might have to get that established and rolling. Because with those programs, once you're covered through veteran affairs or workers' compensation, uh, then they look after hearing aids for the rest of your life. And not just the hearing aids, but repairs, batteries, everything you need to make them function. Well, I had a wonderful, very positive experience uh, by having my ears tested through Meridian Hearing. When do you want to see me again? For people with normal hearing, um, we would generally want to see them again in five years. That's a reasonable time frame to assess it again. Or any time you notice a change. If you were to say, you know what, Brian, I was here two years ago, but it seems to me I'm, I'm missing things then we're happy to see you again. Mm -hmm. If we've identified hearing loss uh, at the initial visit, depending on just how much and and, and what the nature of it was, we may want to see you in one year or two years, uh, but we do want to track it and monitor it so that when the time comes where there is going to be benefit from getting started with hearing aids, we're going to say, now's the time. Hearing and quality of life are so interconnected. 
I mean, when you look at the list here on the consequences of untreated hearing loss, cognitive decline, lifespan is impacted, tinnitus, 90% of people with tinnitus have hearing loss. That's a fact. That's research backing that. We talked about depression or the withdrawal when people don't feel part of the world or part of their family conversation. Yeah. And the, the impact of that is very significant. It, it's very significant. And it's, and it's so sad when you see that happen when it doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if we can only get that message out to start dealing with your hearing loss when you first begin to notice it. And, and these are going to be things like uh, someone says, well, you know, I, I can hear fine, but uh, my wife mumbles. Or um, I, if people would just look at me, I can hear them fine. Uh, and so they, we tend to blame the rest of the world. People talk too quickly. People mumble. People don't look at me when they're talking. And so we tend to that gradual change, we, we push it on other people, but the issue is us. Talking to a lot of boomers, we're talking to a lot of seniors on our show today, but why don't we talk to their children and grandchildren for a moment? And in addition to saying, turn the buds down, what advice do you have? Yeah, that's one of the biggest things we're seeing with, with, with I hate to using the word young people, teenagers, um, because I was one once, um, listening to music. It used to be when we listened to music, it was out in the air and the volume was necessarily kept moderate because we didn't, didn't want to disturb other people. But now with earbuds, we can listen to music all day long at a level that is far too loud. And that the damage or the risk of that is that damage to our ears happens from how loud and how long. It's a cumulative effect. Mm-hmm. So if we're listening to music for six hours straight. Online video games where they're now wearing the headphones yeah. and they've got the mic. For and hours at a time. And around the world. Yep. Uh, they often have the level too loud. And my rule of thumb is 50% on the dial of your iPod is, is usually a safe uh, level. Uh, and uh, some iPods, some of Apple products, parents can put controls on that. You can lock how loud it will go. Look forward to having you back in October. There are many directions that we're going to take the show. We're going to hear a little bit about your personal background, which will be fascinating. We encourage you to go to the AM980 Experts page because you will have the show. So if you tuned in a little bit later, you'll have all of the wonderful information. But we do encourage you to identify and get that hearing loss identified early and start hearing aid use early as well. I'll give you the toll-free number. You can get a free hearing assessment at Meridian Hearing Center. It's one 800 4-9-0-7-6-6. You'll find Meridian Hearing Centers in Byron and Wortley Village, uh, Beaverbrook, London North, also in Sarnia, Strathroy, Lucan, and now in Stratford. Blue Jays and the Yankees at 4.07 on AM 980. Have a great day.